another episode of The Reality Informant. I'm excited. It's a solo episode this week, friends, and I'm just ready to kind of like talk through all of this. There's so much going on and I don't know. It's been a week. Anybody else? I feel like I say that every week though, so I don't know what that I don't know what that says about me, but this was a crazy week particularly. I mean, I don't know. If you guys follow me on socials, you know your girl was a little quiet this week. I was truly being pulled in every direction. So you guys know, obviously, I I work full-time. So I have the job, then I have my house, and then my marriage, and my three-year-old, and my family. It's just like one of those weeks where, like, everybody needed something, and your girl was being pulled. And, you know, sometimes you just need to listen to yourself and say, okay, I need to slow down in certain areas or else I am going to crack. (laughs) So I slowed down in, in this area last week, and... Honestly, thank you to all of you who listened to the episode last week that I posted about. Um, I posted about it on TikTok, obviously on IG, and then um, I was lucky enough for our guests to repost. So I just feel like I felt the love even though I was a little quiet. Um, And reminder, last week's episode I had on two awesome guests that were it was really like a pinch me moment and I'll get to that first but I really just wanted to take a beat say thank you for listening and joining me and following and kind of engaging with everything I put out there and creating this community it has allowed me to just have fun and you know we're all stressed out. There's a million things going on. I mean, I feel like I have like 45 jobs. Um, (laughs) I feel like most parents feel that way. Um, But yeah, we're in the throes of three right now. So if you can't tell, your girl is like semi burnt out, but I'm good. And the reality is this stuff and this like all of this fodder that we talk through all of these shows and things like that, like that's what keeps me sane. (laughs) Because it's just like, mindless I can relax I can decompress so this is actually one of the places I love to come every week because I feel like I can just get my thoughts out talk to people that I'm excited to talk to talk about topics that we love Um, so I'm super grateful to have this space and thank you for joining me Anyway, like I said, this week was crazy and, you know, heading into next week, um, it's a new week, fresh headspace. You guys, we got this. We got this. But I like to really look back on weeks prior, like what are the wins, what are the losses, and you know what? I'm just going to focus on the wins this week. Oh my gosh, what just fell on my phone? No biggie. Um, I'm going to focus on my wins. So two things happened last week that I was so excited about. One of them I just mentioned, which is having the episode where we talked about reality TV and what it means with the SAG after strike, um, with the Writers Guild Association strike. Like, what does it mean? Um, for those of us who love TV, like respect everything that goes into it, um, production, writers, makeup artists, I mean, stunt people, like the list goes on. Like that is not, obviously that's like scratching the surface. And all of these people are affected in this, in these strikes. And, you know, I am a supporter of these unions in particular. I think that these people need to get paid properly for what they do, for their their use of their image and likeness, and so on and so forth. You can go take a listen to the episode where myself, Simone Umba from Simply Simone on TikTok, Caitlin Marshall, 
who you guys may know and love from this Bravo universe world, from Besties by Bravo. We really came together last week. It was super last minute. I just shot them, like, notes. I DM'd them. I said, hey, guys, like, do you guys want to have this conversation? Because I'm so lost. And they have been such wonderful mutuals throughout this journey for me, um, people that I've looked up to, people that I really just kind of look to as to how to approach this entire space it's so new to me right I'm learning too and um, they were willing to join me last week we had a really informal funny conversation we were getting our feelings out (laughs) so um, take a listen it's great Uh, you know let me know what you think Uh, and yeah go follow them if you don't so that's Simply Simone on TikTok and Besties by Bravo on IG and TikTok they're both on IG and TikTok actually now that I think of it but I know that Simone's more focused on TikTok or Caitlin's more focused on IG but they cross they cross channel so go take a listen to that if you haven't if you're interested in what this all means how does it apply to reality TV and we'll get into that later because it's one of the topics I want to talk about today but my second pinch me moment from last week was being invited by Fresca Mixed to their sip and spill with yeah, guys, Andy Cohen. What the fuck? I don't know how that happened, but it happened. And thank you so much. And shout out to Ketchum for reaching out. <laughs> um, it was so cool. And great. yes, it was a virtual situation where, you know, we had about like 30, 40 minutes with Andy answering questions that we submitted. And, you know, classic Al form. I'm working full time. I had this time set up towards the end of the day. So I blocked it off my calendar. Um, and I... I'm running up and down the stairs. You guys know I work from home part-time. So we're like two days in, three days out. I'm running up and down the stairs trying to make sure that like everything's done with my work day, my house, everything's settled. You know, I have the baby sitting here for my son, but it's like everybody needs to be silent. How is this going to work? I'm running around like a banshee. I mean, you guys, you know, it's like if only people knew how the sausage was made, (laughs) I looked like a hot mess. Okay. I'm like trying to pull up my like, uh, screen behind me. What is it? The green screen thing. So I, you know, it doesn't look like I'm an alcoholic because I sit right in front of my bar, which is kind of normal now that I think of it. Like, I don't know why I was stressed. It was literally an alcohol. Like, wow. 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 Now that I'm saying this out loud, why did I even do that? But whatever. So I hop on it. It starts at four. So, you know, your girl's like a minute late, which I'm usually not. But in this moment, I was stressed. I was like anxious. Hop on. It's like really just starting, like fully just starting. I get in there. It's probably like 20 other content creators. Some guys you, you I know you guys know and love. Um, I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, Cece loves you, who I like DM'd during it. I'm like, oh my God, I see you. Um, Best of Bravo, which is Maggie. I'm trying to think of um, uh, the Zen Blonde, who I really like. She's a great follow. Uh, there were just like a bunch of different people that I saw at once. And I literally was like, oh my God, this is crazy. It's everybody that I've, like, really enjoyed listening to and getting their perspectives from. And I'm just, like, it was really kind of trippy because I'm a small creator, guys, right? Like, I don't have this huge, massive platform at this stage. Um, I'm just building. I'm just building it right now. And it was just really cool to be part of it and to hear. And I have to say, two things that happened at this Fresca Mixed 
uh, event. I hopped on, like I said, um, there was one point when I don't know if my son was yelling, something happened that I got distracted for a minute and Andy started answering the questions and I believe guys, he answered one of mine and I heard the end tale, but I know I submitted a question that was asking about Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip, but like Real Housewives of New Jersey men's version. And his reaction was interesting, guys. And I wanted to share it because it's something that you you know I have been pitching for this like men's version of the Ultimate Girls Trip. But Andy's like, listen, like too much of a good thing is not good. And he's right. I get it. But I only need like four episodes. That's it. Just four episodes, and they could be, like, one's at a bachelorette party, one's, like, them, I don't know, doing community service. Like, I don't know. I don't need, like, an eight-season thing. Fair. Completely fair. But I still think it would make for great television, and people would absolutely bite. But I understand. Oversaturating might just, like, lose its appeal, its luster. So, So for that, I'll take it. I'll take it. And, I mean, he is the boss, so that's okay. Anyway, that and then the other thing that was hysterical was that, you know, obviously these content creators were posting about it, were excited about it. And then I see Dumois, who I love. I mean, say what you will. I know it's like a touchy thing, but it's just I, I just like I like Dumois for what they have built, their entire way of working. Like, it's just so interesting and fascinating to me from a marketing perspective alone. Um, and then add the pop culture on top. It's like very interesting. They reposted about it. And I'm like, oh, my God, they reposted that they were t- there too. That's so cool. And I look closer and literally my face was cropped out. Like it was like my eyebrow. And I'm literally like, you know what, guys? It's okay. I'm close. I'm close. To what? I don't know. But I just felt like oh, cool. <laughs> like, it's like awesome. My eyebrow. That's great. That's great. Um, But anyway, really cool things last week. Um, Let's get into what's going on. So kind of here's what I want to talk about today. There's a lot going on. So the Golden Bachelor, I have to discuss it. I have to. And I want to talk about reality TV getting unionized. I know I talked about it for a minute, but we've got some Bravo people talking about this. And let's talk about it. Obviously, VPR has been shooting. Some things have come out. We've seen some pictures. Want to just cover those a little bit I've been seeing the rumblings tied to Salt Lake City which gets me excited I always love new shows I love shows new seasons it's always nice um I also want to talk about uh BravoCon guys I have thoughts and I'll get to them and then really to round out this episode well actually one thing we have to discuss is Real Housewives of Miami. This is like hot off the presses. It happened literally last night. It's Sunday as I'm recording this. But Lenny and Lisa. So everything been going on with them with this engagement and the Instagram posting. Blah, it's a mess. So we'll talk about it. Um and then the way what I really want to really round out this whole episode with is where I'm at with Roni right now. We're only two episodes in. Tonight's the third episode. So when you hear this this week, the third one will have come out already. But I really just want to talk about like the ladies, where I'm at, what I'm feeling. And yeah, maybe I'll throw in, a, you know, a hot take at the end. Maybe pitch a show, a reality pitch. We know we love those. So... The Golden Bachelor, guys, we need to discuss this. The Bachelor, the whole franchise, I just fell off. I really did. I could not commit the time. I really couldn't between just life. I mean, you already heard me. I'm a hot mess. Two hours extra a week just to, like, 
do this and watch it, I'm, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm sorry. But The Golden Bachelor made me go, hmm, should I entertain it? So if you did not know, The Golden Bachelor is bringing a 71-year-old grandpa from Indiana named Jerry Turner. And he is the first ever senior citizen leading man when he searches for love on television this fall. So every Monday we're going to be finding Jerry, but it sounds like, oh no, guys, it's pronounced like Gary, not Jerry. Now I am someone with a unique spelling name, so I try to be sensitive to that. It's Gary. Forgive me, Gary, for I have sinned. Um, okay, so this is his little synopsis. He's a retired restaurateur and doting father and grandfather. Gary lives in his dream house on a beautiful lake in Indiana. He's often busy hosting barbecues, playing pickleball. I'm sorry, the pickleball of it all. Cheering on his favorite Chicago sports teams, four-wheeling, and spending time with friends and family at restaurants and local haunts. I mean, sounds nice to me. He married his high school sweetheart, Tony, in 1974. They lived happily, a happy life together for 43 years with their two daughters, Angie and Jenny, and later their two granddaughters, Charlie and Peyton. Sadly, Tony suddenly fell ill and passed away in 2017, six years after her passing and with the support of his family. Gary is ready to find love again, guys. Are you going to be watching this? I am, like, kind of interested. Maybe because I'm like, finally, we're giving it to a different age range. I mean, now that I'm 32 and I'm sitting here, I used to watch it and be like, wow, those guys are so fucking old. They're 32 and 33 and 34. Uh, they're not old. The thing is, we I feel like The Bachelor, and I, I don't remember, I feel like I've seen a couple of takes on this, like with The Golden Bachelor coming out, but just the age range problem. I feel like we need to have The Bachelor highlight like 35 to 45. That's like such a difficult age range for people to like meet people, right? Because, you know, that there may be a lot of divorce at that stage. Maybe people who are now single parents now have pa have children and they're trying to date again. Even at that age, 35 to 45, then there's like the other side of things where people are established and, you know, have their family units and people are kind of just trying to find people who maybe don't have children. Like it's a very interesting age group that they don't really touch upon but hey give it to grandpa listen I'm here for this like he sounds like a wonderful man I have a mom and dad who've been together for 48 years so the man respects relationships it sounds like um and they're important to him I'm excited about this I think I might I might dabble and we could talk about it yes we can uh I just feel like it's it's about time it's about time. Do I wish it was a woman? Always, but here we are. Let's talk about reality TV getting unionized and all this buzz and like what the hell is going on. So, so, Bethany Frankel has decided that she is going to lead the charge and I guess create a union for reality television stars, editors, producers, like the whole situation, the whole ship. And Listen, here's the thing. <laughs> I find Bethany, like, she's so polarizing. I feel like she is trying to do the right thing. Like, I feel like at the end of the day, like, she is trying to do the right thing. I mean, people should be paid properly for, like, what they're doing. And I feel like reality TV is one of those places where 
they've gotten away with it for a long time. I just don't know if Bethany's the person who should be leading the charge. No one else has done it though. So like it's one of those things. No one else has done it. So what are we all bitching about? That's where I get frustrated because everyone bitches about how she's like so loud and annoying and like why do we care? Why do you keep talking about this? I mean people are listening. Like, don't listen. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I've said my piece. I also kind of, I, went, I did a video last week just about, I was trying to look up the Jill Zarin Bethany podcast. Um, I wanted to listen to it, obviously. And upon looking for it, I saw that she had like three different podcasts under the same umbrella, I think. It was very confusing. And I feel like she just needs to focus. She is in everything. And now it's becoming oversaturated, Right. This is going back to oversaturation. Like Andy said, like too much of a thing can be bad. And I feel like right now she's she's attaching herself to too many things. Like pick, pick, you know, I don't know. It just feels like it's a lot. Um, I feel like the intent is good. Like I said, I'm not sure if she's the right person, but the intent is good. But now we got Lisa Rinna out here who's like, if, you know, everybody has to say no to BravoCon and blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, I see what you're saying, but Lisa Rinna, <sighs> I struggle. Uh, she she always credits Bravo for being her longest running, like, job. Then she said, put me on pause and said, I want to be on pause. And then when she said, never mind, they were like, no, you're on pause. So now she wants to be really loud about, like, how horrible the conditions were. It's just interesting because I never thought that she felt that way and it seems like she was very willing to come back so I don't know so here's my thing overall reality tv gets unionized I think that yeah if we're talking about pay and image and likeness usage rights things like that sure go for it I think you're gonna like this is like a wild wild west though because then you're kind of falling into the docuseries world and then I don't know I just feel like it gets really muddy but we'll see listen I'm for Bethany like doing the right thing Let's just see how it goes. You know, that's it. That's it. I wish her well in her endeavor here. It's a large endeavor. But she's got Mark Garagos. Did you see that? Oh, my gosh. Mark Garagos has been around forever. I don't know how old he is now, but I feel like I grew I feel like in third grade, I saw Mark Garagos on the TV all the time. He was just like a very prominent. Was he Michael with Michael Jackson? I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't do the research. Um, Okay, now we know. What else is going on? Oh, VPRs. Obviously, the cameras are picking up. We've seen this, guys. I wanted to talk to you about the whole Sandoval Sheena thing that, like, blew people's minds over the last two weeks, that Sheena took a picture with him, with the fans, and everybody was, like, mad at her. What was that, guys? She's doing a job. She's just doing a job. And if you're reading the body language, she's like, don't touch me do not touch me. So I don't know. I wasn't really bothered by it. And I felt bad that she got so much like heat for that. I just saw this morning, I think it was Queens of Bravo posted, uh, someone caught them filming. And I guess Sandoval sees Ariana walking into the room and the man's neck almost broke friends, checking her out, full body scan, grossy, gross, gross. Um, not hiding it, but it's on film. So I mean, I bet you by the time you hear this, you could Google it and it'll be circulating everywhere. But, you know, are we surprised? No. He lost something real good. Like, really good. So, I don't know. I'm really excited to see where this goes. I feel like it's interesting. I feel like there's going to be a whole storyline about the dog um, 
who's obviously been renamed and rehomed. And I have to say, I'm getting these weird feelings. Now, it's July 30th. If I'm right, I'm right. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I don't know if Rachel, as she wants to be called now, is shooting right now. I'm feeling like she's not friends. I just, I just don't think it's happening. I don't know. I, I'm, uh, it's too quiet, you know, on her front. I feel like if she was filming, they would have caught something already and they haven't. I don't know. Maybe she's like phoning it in. But mm, something feels fishy. But I'm excited. And listen, seeing Ariana like do her Love Island thing last week, oh, what a great time for her. This has just been like a wonderful uh, revival. It really has been. I don't know if it's a revival. She's already, she's always, she's always been it. It's just the world didn't know, you know? Now we know. Speaking of the world didn't know, did the world know that Lisa Barlow should just be the ambassador of all fast food? Seriously. I mean, first of all, the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City rumblings have started I've seen pictures of, like, casts circulating. I'm getting excited. Lisa was posting some, like, cryptic posts, which made me think, oh, she's mad. She's, she's real mad. She's spicy. Like a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Seriously, the woman has, like, her husband, John Barlow, as her personal photographer doing these crazy shoots at the drive-thru in Salt Lake City. I'm living for it. I aspire to be that person one day. Probably with, if I had to pick, hmm. Okay, every, anyone from Long Island, if you're listening to this, I really, like, fast food, I mean, all Americans, so good, right? But big picture national, I'm going to talk about probably Taco Bell and McDonald's. It's probably just safe, you know, real safe, real safe. Not for my stomach, but you know what I mean. Anyway, I love that for her. I can't wait. I mean, the Mary Crosby thing of it all, like, I am I am one of those people that does not understand it, do not get it. Why is she back? I have no freaking idea, but here we are. So, we shall see. Oh, you know what really pissed me off this past week? Forgive me. BravoCon tickets, guys. I tried every single day. I have been there. Obviously, it was last year in New York. I tried every pre-sale, regular sale, every day, whatever, on the dot, sitting there like all of you, like a bunch of ding-dongs, sitting there like beat out by bots. And I lost it. I lost my shot, guys. Some I have a ticket to Bravapalooza, which random. And then I'm waitlisted for, v, for VIP tickets. I did like all three days because I figured if I just get one, that's enough. That's enough. Just one is enough. So... We shall see. Fingers crossed. If anyone hears this and knows of an extra ticket, hit me up. I will take it. And yeah, that's where I'm at. I think that the whole thing was handled really like strangely. I feel like they probably have, they posted less tickets. I feel like they'll do another push like closer to it. Um, But I don't know, man. I feel like they would have more given how large it is, but I don't, I don't know what what really happened but a lot of people are upset a lot of people are really bummed out and these tickets are different because they're not like e-tickets that you actually need the physical take like the thing on your wrist because it's from that whatever front gate tickets thing so don't fall for scams friends you need the actual like code bracelet bracelet thing so more to come hopefully we'll be there my fingers are crossed manifest 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 okay Let's talk about 
Lenny and Lisa. This happened literally last night. Actually, give me one second. I need to check my phone because you guys know that I'm recording while my son's napping because mom's multitask. Still out cold. Great. This is great. Okay. (laughs) Lenny and Lisa. Holy mother of... So I'm sitting in my bed last night and then I see all these like Bravo things blow up and I'm looking at it and I'm like, So what happened? Lenny decides to propose to his mistress, now fiance, while he is currently still married, technically. Obviously, they're divorcing Lenny and Lisa Hodgstein. But, I mean, and they announced this split in May. And obviously, Lenny went public with his romance with his now fiance, obviously sparking rumors of infidelity. He insists that he was never unfaithful to Lisa, but, I mean, emotionally, you are unfaithful, so it's crazy. Anyway, he posts this that he gets engaged, and it's like everybody's losing their shit. And literally, Lenny's mom comments on the picture, says, I will be very happy that this time you are getting a woman who love and respect you. You certainly did not have that in your previous marriage. Good luck. Congratulations. Holy fucking. Like, that is crazy. (laughs) That's, like, really, really bad. Lisa, obviously, was like, take no prisoners. Screw you. And I'm so proud of her. She literally wrote. (laughs) She wrote. No, first of all, all about the house. All about the Real Housewives uh, posted about it. And she, like, she reposted it and wrote over it what a wonderful mother-in-law and grandmother how disgusting this is messy that's messy like that's like really asking for it so I don't know and then obviously Lisa had the most epic story on her post last night congrats to my current husband and his mistress on their engagement shut the that's insane that's insane like I cannot even imagine being in a situation like that I really really like really don't I'm just in a different place I don't get it I just don't get it (laughs) wow so that's happening in Miami right now (laughs) um though I mean honestly I are they filming right now I don't even know if they're I I have to check on that on Miami if they're filming right I know the other season has been um playing on Bravo are you guys watching that I've been telling all of you to watch it let me know if you have um this whole thing though is crazy and Lenny's the Lenny's mom of it all that's real Freudian shit you know also out of Miami though I did want to give a a honorable mention more than an honorable mention just like a cool ass moment Gertie posting about her breast cancer journey is everything uh she is being so transparent so honest about everything that she's feeling scared happy sad um it's just a really nice thing to see people come together in this universe right there's a lot of fighting uh and I don't know it's just I like to see the cast really kind of come together and be actual friends and support each other and we don't know what's going on obviously with the cast as a whole but I've seen Gertie really supported by Nicole which I love Nicole so both of them um are kind of my favorites coming out of Miami but very very open, very authentic. I think it's really cool um, that she's been able to share that and be so honest with us. 
Then we saw Martina was at the U.S. Open. It was just like a really nice. I got chills. I'm like, this is good. This is good stuff. Seeing people healthy and in a better place. So I, my fingers are crossed for Gertie. We are all rooting for you. We all support you on your breast cancer journey. With that, let's get into Roni, guys. Where are we at this season? I have so many thoughts. Okay. Okay. So let's just take a step back. So let's remember that there was someone else that was part of this cast named Lizzie, right? Lizzie got dropped because she claimed that she was getting bullied online with anti-Semitism. Not really sure if that's what the case is. I think that she was, I think, very extreme and just did not get along with the entire group. I think that there was a divide in the group based on like who is close with. And, you know, I've been thinking about that after watching the second episode because, listen, I know that they're pulling this group together and they're not best, best, best friends. I think Sai and Bryn claim to be or were at the, at the beginning of this shoot that they are each other, like one of each other's best friends. I just felt like something was not, I don't know. I almost felt like watching it and I'm really being so frank like I felt like none of these people were ever friends before and they're being pulled together because they've like been acquaintances and things like that and that's fine but I just feel like there were only like I feel like Cy and Bryn okay they're friends Jessel I feel like is getting to know people I feel like Erin was very good friends with Lizzie I think that was like known right that they were super close and I could see how now taking Lizzie out of it and like watching it back how like it feels like Aaron's kind of removed a little and I just couldn't put my finger on it um I think that might be it but I'm theorizing uh, but here's where I'm at okay off the bat Bryn is fun she's gonna piss people off no matter what like she will and that's necessary I think she over time can get very irritating if we don't see like more of her but I think we will. I'm hopeful. I think she'll share. I think she'll share. Because to me, someone who's like so silly and, you know, just like out there, there's usually something deeper going on. But who am I? I'm not a psychiatrist or a therapist or anything. I'm just just guessing. Just a people person. And typically, it's a sign. But we'll see. We'll see. I would love to know more about her. I think she's fun. But there's definitely more. So I need I need that from her. Obviously, we missed her in episode two, which was ballsy, coming in hot, (laughs) new housewife being like, I'm on PTO, see you later. Um, But you know what? That's like a millennial. That's a total millennial move, and I appreciate it because I am one. Um, Let's see who else. So that's Bryn. Sai, I love. I've I've actually been like like going back and forth with her like very briefly on DM because I just love her straight straight shooter, no nonsense. I think she is realizing how her dry humor can be misinterpreted I think sometimes the audience is taking her as being like nasty and mean but it's not it's just fucking funny everybody needs to relax okay she's a little crass I like it I like it I like Sai. I don't know there's something about her um <laughs> no pun intended I just really find her hysterical um and the bags being packed like okay yes Her job is an influencer. I think she could have done an M4. But, you know, to each their own. I definitely overpack. 
That is a problem of mine. So I can't judge her at all. Love her. I really do. Interested to see like where she falls because she's not going to let shit fly. She won't. She'll call it out. Um, okay, next. Jessel. Jessel, I really like. She's bringing the diversity friends. And you know what? As someone who is a mom to a toddler, a lot of what she was talking about is so fucking real. The insecurity of her body, the, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not diagnosing her, but I'm sure there's a touch of PPV, like postpartum depression, anxiety. Those are real things. Um, She seems to have a wonderful support system in her mom and her husband. But yeah, this shit's hard. Multiply it. God, like I, it takes a very long time. I think she also went through IVF years of rounds and years of IVF. Like that's traumatizing. So I say, Jessel, good on you for being honest. I think people, I think if people are honest with themselves, a lot of what she said is what we think as well sometimes. And we internalize and it's scary and it's embarrassing to admit it. And I think, you know, the whole the whole Jenna giving her the green lingerie in a size large. You know, it's like so funny because I think anyone who works in fashion or I, maybe I'll use like a personal antidote. When I was younger, my mom always would tell me when I was like, I don't know, 13, 14, 15, like don't look at the number. The number doesn't matter. Clothes just need to fit you and you need to just feel good in them. You know, like you just need to feel confident And who cares if it's a large, extra large, extra small. If it doesn't fit you right, it'll look bad. And you'll look bigger. Or you'll look unkempt. Or you'll look messy. And it's just like all these different things. And it won't accentuate you the way that you want it to. And I just felt like in that moment, like that's what I heard. Hearing her go through, like get up very upset and be like, I hate this. This is ugly. It's an insecurity coming through. And it's a really normal one. And I think... A lot of women, especially women who grew up like their formative years were in the 2000s, which Jessel's one of those people. I'm one of those people. Like we are just conditioned to be so size conscious and add in like new motherhood and learning your body is different. Like I get it. I totally understand I felt really sad for him in the moment because I honestly looked at her and I didn't even think about the size. I was just like, damn, she looks good for just having twins. Like, I really felt that way. So it's all, you know, perception and, you know, I get it. I felt I felt for her in that moment. And I'm excited for her to talk about it because I feel like it's very clear what was going on there. And I felt bad that it came off like in, in the next episode, it seems like they're going to come at her for being so rude about it to Jenna because it was a gift. But I think the ladies need to take a step back and recognize like why the why, you know, but we'll see how it plays out. We'll see. Maybe she'll get the opportunity to talk about it this week. I'm really liking Jessel, though. Um, I feel like she's someone who is going to grow up a little bit on the show just mature in her confidence and I'm excited for that I really really am Uba Uba is so fun she's like lighthearted, silly goofy I definitely need to like get to know her I I really want to get to know this hot sauce business like what's going on there um yeah I'm just excited to dig in a little bit more I feel like to date we've only gotten like high level jokes and she's funny don't get me wrong and she's so beautiful and stunning when she was trying on that um that leopard dress for Jenna's party, 
I think it was just an episode one. Um, and she just like shoved it over her body. I was like, damn, like I could, I could never, I need like 45 spanks, but no, no, no. All jokes aside, like she, she is someone I'm excited to learn more about. I feel like I know the least about her right now, but that's good. That's good. Who else do we got? We said, oh, Erin. Okay, Erin. Ooh, let's get into it. So Erin, I feel like, has been very polarizing for people. Um, you know, it's like I said earlier, it's interesting knowing what I know about her being friends with Lizzie. I do look at her differently. I try not to make it personal, but sometimes it's hard <laughs> not to. And listen, guys, you know me. I try to not get into politics on this whole thing, but uh, it's hard not to. And it's hard not to whatever your views are, um, sometimes it's hard to separate them from the person. And yeah, it's just sticky. Um, I'm going to give her a chance. I like a lot of things about her. I like a lot of things about her so far. I am really into her whole like New York City way. I think she's really cool. I think she's very down to earth. I actually find her pretty, like the way she handled Bryn and just getting it done with, I mean, some people felt like it was a little dramatic, like let's get, like let's talk, let's talk. No, but she wants to like be done with it. So I don't really, like that doesn't bother me. Um, I really, like frankly, I actually really like her and I think that I'm curious to see what like her personal beliefs, like if they affect the group because this is such a diverse group. Um... It, it really is. I mean, just look at them. Look at their sexual orientation, the different ethnicities. Like, I'm just interested. Um, you know, we'll see. But I feel like, listen, that's New York. It needs to be diverse. We need different people. We need different, like, belief systems, backgrounds, religions. Like, like I said, ethnicities. It's cool. I feel like that's what makes it more real. I feel like if we just had one type of person, then it wouldn't be fun to watch. So... I know there's like rumblings online and take it, leave it, whatever. Um, I just think that watching it now, knowing that Lizzie was removed and edited out, I feel like that was why there was this like weird wall with Erin and everybody else. Like maybe she just wasn't as close to them and it just wasn't picking up well. But I don't know. The whole having everybody over her house and hosting them and, and only having caviar was weird. I understand caviar is like bougie and good and nice. And I think she was doing a very kind thing. But caviar is a choice and you need to do something else. I would say that to her face. Don't understand just caviar. <laughs> I just don't. Um... Yeah. Anyway, Jenna. Jenna. Everybody calls her Jenna Lyons, but just Jenna to me. I love her. I think she's so authentic. She's so herself. She's not holding back. She is not afraid to be honest. Um, we're hearing her talk about her sexuality, how she's been outed publicly, like disgusting. Um, it's just, it's just an interesting person to bring into the mix and I think it was so important at this time I feel like this whole group is so diverse I feel like Jenna has this whole background this whole career that everybody really looks up to um her just having like talking about these moments even like just think about her career at J Crew, how she got there in the early 90s and really built her way up she talked about being influential and like first lady uh, fashion obviously she was talking about 
Michelle Obama wearing head-to-toe J. Crew. That's a big deal. I don't care who you are. It's a big deal. And I think that her just being really open, talking about her mother having Asperger's, not really having that relationship with her, um, she's just been very transparent from the go. And I feel like that's what she said to herself. She's like, if I'm going to do this, I'm just going to be my freaking self. I'm just going to do it. And good on her. I think it's super refreshing. Um, this group I'm super excited about. I'm just making sure I covered everybody because that's all I need is to just like finish and then like have completely forgotten. But I feel like I covered everybody, no? Right? I did Jenna. I did Jessel. I did Bryn. I did Sai. Yeah, yeah. And I talked about, no, I'm good. I'm good. We talked about them all. So that's where I'm at, guys. I'm very excited for the future of this, this franchise. I feel like I'm seeing write-ups. I saw the LA Times did a write-up about how like this might have been the right move. I think it's a wonderful move. And I think OC is next. I am struggling over there. I'll talk about that more, but I just like, I'll, I'll take that on TikTok this week and really just digest it. I, I, or break it down, digest it, break it down, um, which I guess is also digest. Anyway, um, I'll talk about that over on my socials this week. Cause I just really want to get into the whole, like, it's not working. It's just really not working. That's for another day. Um, what else do I got here? I, we were talking about Roni. We're talking about all these hot topics. I just feel like let's close it out, right? We're excited for the future of Roni. We're going to be watching. Here's where I'm at, guys. Here's one of my reality pitches. And I think I've said it before, but I reposted it this week and I feel really passionate about it. Tabitha Salon Takeover needs to come back. There's no reason. I live on Long Island and I'm pretty sure in most suburban areas it's the same. There are a lot of like local salons. I feel like Tabitha could just take over Long Island itself and whip a lot of them into shape. And she's just like a personality that I think would do well present day because it's like again straight shooter dry humor (laughs) like I think she tells people the truth I don't know it's like there's just something about that style of show that I'm missing right now I feel like Bravo could bring that back that's a revival we could we could do I think we could pick it up seamlessly there's no issue I feel like you could do crossovers too like you could have her go like crappy lake style you know but then it's See, Crappy Lake also falls into this, like, Queer Eye-ish world, right? Where they're going into towns, they're revamping it. I mean, it's still good. Listen, I'm all for the good. (laughs) But I did say that to myself last week. I'm like, you know what? Crappy Lake's a little like Queer Eye. Hmm. Anyway, are you guys watching it? It's been really good. I'll cover that, too, this week on social. A lot going on. Hope you have a wonderful week. I'm hopeful that this week for me is a little bit more organized. I hope you have a great week, that you find the joys, find the wins, and enjoy this crap TV because it really, really, really is good. (laughs) Have a great week, guys. I will be posting. You know where to find me on socials at underscore A-L-I-X cross C-R-O-S-S. And remember to rate, follow, subscribe, and all. Love you guys. Oh, and next week, before I go, before I go, next week, I'm so excited. I'm going to have Cade from current episode. He, if you guys don't follow him, um, uh, I mean, I feel like a lot of people do. Honestly, it's what he's not in front of the camera that often. It's very much um, behind the scenes. 
but he is great. He literally like grabs different scenes that we love and he just like breaks down funny ones. He puts the captions so we can, you know, memeify them. He's great. He has, I think like, yeah, like 15K on IG. He's awesome. So please look out for him, follow him. He's going to be on next week. We're going to shoot the shit. Um, it's going to be a good time. Anyway, have a good one, guys. Until next time. Bye.